It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Yes, that was better. They had to put their Chick-fil-A sandwiches down before they could clap. It was very interesting to see people putting them down on the chairs on their laps and giving them to somebody else. And now we can clap. Okay, good. We're broadcasting live from the Johns Creek Pike Nursery this morning, having a great time. Wonderful audience here this morning. Well-fed, well-caffeinated, full of questions, bringing me pictures on their cell phone, bringing baggies of plants to identify. And that is Mickey Gasway's happiest time when you get to solve problems for gardeners. Mickey's here with us this morning. And she will be answering questions alongside me for the next hour on the Lawn and Garden Show. Our number is 404-872-0750. A reminder that Pike Nurseries, all Pike Nursery locations having big sales this weekend on annuals, vegetables, encore roses, knockout roses, all for sale this weekend. Visit your local Pike Nursery and get all the details about that. In just a few minutes, in 30 minutes as a matter of fact, Mickey will tell us what is the Pike Pick of the Weekend, another plant that you can get a good deal on this weekend too. Again, 404-872-0750. To the phones we go. Jan is way down in Milledgeville and joins us. Hey, Jan. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Hi. We have not lived in our home very long, but we inherited a yard full of very lovely, they seem very lovely, azaleas, but they, yeah. I don't think they were cared for in the past. We don't know too much. We've never raised them. My question is, should they be trimmed as soon as they finish blooming? Ours are pretty much finished already, but not completely. Yeah. And should they be trimmed? I mean, uh, like to the ground, or and when should they be fertilized? Those are my How main tall, issues. Are they too tall already right now, or you want them to grow a couple more feet, or what's your intent? Well, they're probably, um, there's a couple that maybe are six feet, and there's most of them are look, look, look to be like three to four feet. So that's not too tall, but... I don't know. Is it, is it a plant that you're supposed to cut it back so that it blooms more the next year, or not necessarily? Not not necessary. I, I think I the only time, in, unless it looks very rangy, you know, if it's <laughs> loose or something, you might want to cut it back. Or if it's too tall, you might want to cut it back. But otherwise, I don't trim mine. I don't trim. I'm the ones in front of my front door, they get trimmed yeah, because it's one too low, so you see my door. But this is the time to do it. Yeah, I think after they finish it. blooming, Jan, this is exactly the to. time mm -hmm. to do it. One thing, Jan, to remember, and I'll put this out for everybody to think about, is if you have a big, big, big azalea and put it down very severely down to, let's say, from eight feet down to three feet, the next year is not going to be the greatest bloom year you've ever seen because they spend so much time making new growth, they don't have much energy for putting buds on the end of the branches. So if you do a severe pruning, just let it, let it grow on its own speed, but don't think it's going to have a lot of flowers on it the next year because that juvenile growth just doesn't bloom very well. The year after that will be great, but uh, just think about that if you do a severe pruning on an azalea. But the range of the limbs, as Mickey described, they can be cut off right after it blooms just fine. But otherwise not necessary to, to do an extreme pruning unless you not, feel there's a not problem. Not necessary unless you see some reason to do it, don't do it. What about when should they be fertilized? When should azaleas be fertilized? Now, in anticipation of growth, so any time from February, March, April, that'd be fine. Even though they're mine, as I say, are pretty much finished blooming, but yeah. so just that I can still do that now, or sure, 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 sure. They're they got a lot more growth still ahead of them for this late spring and summer. So yeah, fertilizer would be fine if you if you need to. Now, 
that doesn't mean you have to fertilize every year. Azaleas are not heavy, heavy feeders. So if you had fertilized last year pretty heavily, maybe you could skip a year even. Unless you've got encores. Encores, encores right. Encores bloom fertilizer. a lot, so they need more fertilizer. Good point, Mickey. Okay, and so the only way I would know if I have an encore, because as I say, we didn't plant any of these, is yeah. to see if it comes back later in the year again. Yeah, see yeah. if it blooms in the summer and fall. If that, if it does, then it's one of the re-blooming azaleas. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you for your help. Good talking to you, Jan. Thanks for calling. All right. We've got uh, Patricia comes to us out of Loganville in Gwinnett County. Hey, Patricia. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. Good morning, Mickey. I have a question about I do organic vegetable gardening. Uh -huh. I have two raised beds, about four by eight, and about 25 feet of grass between that and my row of blueberry and blackberry bushes. I'm right. trying to get rid of the weeds and the grass because if I don't, my husband is threatening me to put mm -hmm. chemicals down, and I don't want to put any chemicals near any of the vegetables, the blueberries, and that. I did use a vinegar and dish detergent solution, which right. worked very well, but an arborist I had out at the house said, that's great, but you're going to have to still dig it up and put either a plug-in or seeds because something else is going to grow back in there. So I'm trying to find, I have a lot of weeds because I didn't get them all. I was trying to actually pull them up by hand last year, and they just got a couple of deaths in the family. It all got yeah. away from us. And um, so now I'm trying to find a better way before he tries to go after it with some type of chemical. Patricia, there are organic weed killers that work almost as well as Roundup or Weed Be Gone or you know, the Bayer things or Bonite things too. It's difficult sometimes to find them. There's not as, not as much demand for them at nurseries as the nursery would like to make it a profit center for the nursery. So right. many times you actually have to go online to find them, but horticultural vinegar will kill plants nicely. Kitchen vinegar sometimes is chancy on the tougher plants. Um, horticultural or weed killer um, soap is a great thing. I use that a lot in my garden, and it's just a soap that strips the wax off the leaves. The plant dies within 24 hours just about. So, so just regular dawn, regular dawn dish detergent? No, I don't recommend using dish detergent. I think oh, that okay. you can run into too many problems with too much, too little, and frankly, it doesn't have a label that says it can be used as a weed killer anyway, so for right. me to recommend a dish detergent, I don't do that. So what kind of soap do you, do you recommend? Like ivory? I mean, hand soap? Uh... I'm torn a little bit. People in the audience are giggling because they see me with several emotions going across my face. Generally speaking, I think you're better off getting a commercially made herbicide or fungicide organic okay. material that, than okay. to try to mix up your own with soap. You just run into too many problems okay. with too much or too little oh, no, I'm and fine with I can't that. guarantee results. Do I have to dig up the weeds, though, once they die off? I mean, that's the uh, arborist that I have to dig them up and fix seed or a plug-in. Yeah, it depends on if they're weed. a perennial weed or an annual weed. If it's chickweed, okay. they're dead. They're not perennial at all. If it's okay. Bermuda or dandelions or something like that, yeah, you need to dig them up. Okay. that's not. It's better to dig them up when they're dead, though, right? This way you're not yeah. spreading the seeds around. Probably easier. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. And just one quick question. I, I planted emerald arborvitae, and I use biotone, like the nursery okay. told me to use. Is biotone good, good for my encore azaleas, too, during the year? Oh, sure. Biotone is a great fertilizer. Espoma makes it great fertilizer. Sure is. Yeah. Hey, does Mickey have any of that organic fertilizer at Pipes? <laughs> we have biotone here. Don't yeah, we? we've got all kinds of uh, organic fertilizers. We've got, got oh, you do? Dr. Earth are all organic, and there's just a sure. whole line of those. Biotone, oh, Hollytone, Dr. Holly Earth. Tone, yeah. Sure. Oh, wonderful. Okay, well, I'll have to come visit you, Mickey, then. <laughs> Please do. Okay, very good. Thank you, and have a wonderful weekend. You too, Patricia. Thanks for calling.
Jim comes to us from Fayetteville, Georgia. Hey, Jim, good morning. Uh, good morning, sir. Thanks for your service. Hey, man, what's up? Uh, I've got an issue with my yard. I have uh, areas of it that will have centipede areas that will have Bermuda. And uh, I don't think centipede's compatible with the things that I would do for Bermuda. So give me a recommendation. Do I need to select one and go with it and sacrifice the other, or is there a way to tolerate both of them? You'll be better off to select one and go with it. And if I'm going to recommend which one, it's going to be Bermuda to keep and the centipede to go. Because centipede sometimes gets cold damage, sometimes a little intolerant of weed killers. And Bermuda doesn't care about being fertilized a lot. Loves being, well, doesn't love being hit with weed killers, but doesn't get damaged by weed killers at all. So I would take out the centipede and let the Bermuda stay. Great. Thank you, Walter. Nothing to it. Jim, tell everybody in favor we said hello. We will do that. Thanks again. Right, we'll see you, man. We got right. Bob in Athens with a question about his zoysia lawn. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning. How we doing? Doing great, Bob. What's up? Well, I had some zoysia sod put down last year and yeah. went to my local garden center and they recommended a fertilizer, but it's still, it's got some green, but uh, predominantly brown, and I didn't know if I needed to do anything else. It could be slow, and particularly zoysia that was just laid last year. I would say it takes a while making for zoysia yeah. to sort of green up and get healthy and rooted in and all that. When did you lay it, Bob? Uh, probably last April or May. And it was pretty green during the summer then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. And then, of course, after this cold yeah. spell, we, yeah, we, we did brown. that year before last and had the same. I was wondering the same thing last spring because we had done zoysia the year before, and it was later. And it, but it just greens up later yeah. than the Bermuda. Exactly. It's just exactly. Yeah, well, I'm not familiar with zoysia, but that's what they recommend because it gets a lot of shade. I love it. Right, yeah. But uh, I've always been a centipede of Bermuda man. <laughs> Well, no worries on it now. It's going to green up eventually, we think, Bob. So just let it do it on its own on its own uh, timetable. Okay. Well, great. I appreciate the information. You bet, Bob. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Don't forget that WSB is is offering continuing coverage of the bombing on Syria this weekend. Four times an hour, we have an update as well as you get the latest news on newstalkwsb.com as well as the WSB radio app. Also, if you don't get your question answered today, you can always go to my website, to WalterReeves.com. You can subscribe to our email newsletter. This last newsletter, let's see what we had in there. How to plant, how to plant Easter lilies. There was a question about who and what to do to plant Easter lilies. I got from Easter. Another question about what to do about Cleveland pear. What could we use to replace it? All these things are free. The email newsletter comes out every other Thursday. And all you have to do to sign up is go to my website up in the upper right-hand corner. Click on subscribe. WSB has a form you fill out to tell the zip code and what your email address is. We don't send you anything else except the stuff that you want from WSB newsletters. Right now it's 818. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after news. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, truck mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update at 824. Brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today, high of 83 degrees. Hot outside. Partly cloudy. Low tonight in the low 60s. Tomorrow, it will rain on you. High of 65. Low in the mid 40s. The full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Jeff is out in Canton and comes to us on Lawn and Garden. 
Hey, Jeff, good morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. How you doing? Sure, doing great, Jeff. How can we help? Hey, I'm, I've got a, a about an, I'm going to say about an 8,000 square foot area around the barn that I've just built, and um, I'm going to have horses there. I want to put some fescue down, and I'm trying to find out what you know, or could you help me with just the, your, your feelings of the effectiveness of, of uh, hydro seeding? Oh, it does great. If you get a skilled applicator who knows how to apply just the right um, thickness of the hydro seed with the green mulch and everything mixed in, a little fertilizer too, it can cover a large area in about an hour. It's really effective. And then just, just like regular sod, just keep it wet and let yeah, it do its keep thing. it wet until the seed germinate and come up and you know how to manage it after that. But hydro seeding is just a labor-saving way. You pay your money, of course, for the hydro seeding machine and somebody to operate it and for the hydro seed uh, material you put in. But it just buys time, I guess. So you're so saving money by not... You, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is it something that you can do yourself or is it better to hire somebody to come in and do it? Hire somebody to come in. There are... Okay. I see patch products sometimes that are similar to hydro seed, just a, a paper bag full of the hydro seed uh, mulch material and the seeds and binder and all that you can get that sometimes but it only covers about five or six square feet and if you've got you know ten thousand square feet to cover that is not going to be very cost effective so hiring somebody to do the bigger area would be the right way to go well i appreciate your show and i appreciate your advice and enjoy listening to you jeff it's so great to talk to you thanks for calling you have a great day you bet you too if we go really quick here emily emily you have about a minute and a half to two minutes tell us what you want to do with your primroses emily Yes, I want to know how to do how Mickey gets the primroses to come back. She helped you, so I want to know if she can help somebody who's still got them in a no. bowl. No, uh, Walter's the one that has the primroses. She persuaded me to buy them, and then yeah. I planted them in a pot. I yeah, did not plant them in the ground. And mine don't come back. And mine come back reliably for four years. like the shape of a bowl. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. The pot, you're in a pot, aren't they? Yeah, the on pot, your porch. potting soil on the porch. It mostly shade during the day, sort of bright shade there. So Emily, in a pot, bright shade, watered appropriately during the summertime, and I haven't had any problem with it's it at all. It's but come is, back is and blooms this little pink flowers every year. in a pot? Mine's in a pot. Hers is in the ground. Mine Hers was in the ground. Come. I had one come back under an old bench, and it was the white one. You know. Okay. All right. All right, I will try that then. I want to say something real quick about really paper quick. bush. I bought seconds. my paper bush because I kept hearing Mickey and Walter talk about it. Yeah. And I advise anybody that has any notion of getting one to get it because it is the <laughs> most wonderful thing I had in my yard. Even my neighbors and visitors said the same thing. They were taking pictures. Thanks for saying that, Emily. The great plant she's talking love about it. is paper bush or Edgeworthia. Mickey and I love them to death. It's 828. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now Here's Walter. Having a great time with the audience at the John Street Pike Nursery this morning. Mickey Gasway and I have been here since 6 a.m. People were throw, coming through the door at 6 a.m. this morning. Wanted to see the live broadcast where we answer questions during the break. 
and laugh and tell stories and generally have a great time. So if you want to come by, we'll be here for another 25 minutes, and that is it. We've got an $80 gift certificate to give away this morning to Pike Nursery. We'll be giving that away and making the drawing just before the end of the show. A lot of people sticking around for that this morning. We also got some giveaways from uh, WSB, and I believe Allie has the fertilizer gone now. Do we have any more fertilizer? And we still got some more fertilizer from our friends at Milorganite and uh, Hollytone, Espoma, too, as well, to give it away to you. Our number on Lawn and Garden is 404-872-0750. Before we do that, though, every Saturday morning, Mickey Gathaway joins me with a plant or a product or a celebration that we call the Pike Pick of the Weekend. So what is the Pike Pick this weekend going to be, Mickey? Sunshine Ligustra. That big yellow one, the big, the big pretty yellow. one? It's not real big, though. They don't get real big. How big do they get? I thought I saw one five four, five, feet four or five feet okay. tall. Okay, all right. They look, they, they get brighter in the summertime. They're, they're, they're not as bright in the wintertime, but in the summertime, they get real bright. Right. And they look really pretty with lorepetalums, with the red lorepetalums. As soon as you said Ligustra, I'm thinking in my head, <laughs> does she mean privet? Yeah. No, you don't mean privet, do you? Yeah. No, <laughs> but this is. Is, this is one that's sterile, though. Yes, it yeah. is sterile. That's that's important to know that, that you're not going to have baby ligustrums all over everything because it is. Because nobody it, wants privet no, in their landscape. And it doesn't. This is sterile. This is sunshine ligustrum. You can use it in the, in the in a pot or in the ground, either. So what would uh, what was the combination you could put it with? Some purpley maybe plants you could yeah, put it with? Yeah, that's what I said, the laura pedalum. Oh, laura pedalum, sure, sure. It. It's really pretty. And there's some pretty laura pedalums, too, that I've yeah. seen outside that have the beautiful red flowers on them, the deep yes, red foliage on yeah. them. That would be nice yeah. with something yellow in front. Beside. Really pretty. Really nice. So the, again, what's the name of it? Sunshine. Sunshine. Ligustrum, 20% off, all right. Pike Nursery locations. Any tips on how to plant it other than just normal planting? No, big just hole? plant it, dig a nice wide hole, no deeper than it's growing, add some planting mix or some soil conditions. Mm -hmm. and if you want to do some of the root zone, right. it will do great. My assumption because of the ligustrum, it's not going to be very picky about where it mm -hmm. grows. It'll grow real nicely with a tough plant to grow. Right. No pruning needed? Yeah, unless you want to do something to it, I wouldn't want to keep it. it very much, okay, sounds probably. good. Only four or five feet tall it doesn't need to be pruned yeah. very much. Good deal. So, Sunshine Ligustrum on sale, 20% off all Pike Nursery locations. And do we have classes? Make yes, coming up. we do. Um, we've got uh, the today, we've got an herb. We're going to make herb containers. Uh, hopefully, you already signed up for those classes. But you if need you to sign up so you know yeah, what to Yeah, you have to sign to up together. for those. You might check at your parts. You might be able to, but that's at 9 o'clock. But on the, I think it's the weekend of the 28th. It's the last weekend in April. We're having Ladybug Weekend. Oh, man. And that, that is, is so wild. much fun. We just love doing that. And you get free ladybugs, and we have a talk on beneficial insects. That's on April 28th, I, right? On April, I think it's, is it the 28th? 28th, 29th, is yeah, that weekend, Yeah, that weekend. Yeah, okay. It'll be fun. It'll be lots and lots of fun. So, again, mm -hmm. call your local Pike Nursery to find out if you're able to get into the herb classes going on today at 9 o'clock, just a few minutes from now. But if someone wanted to find out how to locate their closest Pike Nursery location, how would they find out? At PikeNursery.com. Well, that's what they would do, I of course, know. at PikeNursery.com. Thank you, Mickey. Let's go to Nancy. Nancy's out in Kennesaw and been waiting patiently for us. Hey, Nancy. Good morning. Hello. Nancy? There she is. There we are. Hey, Nancy. Good morning. Yeah. All right. I have a night-blooming cirrus. I call it yeah. my ugly plant. It is pretty a, ugly, except when those flowers come yeah. out. That's when it's the most beautiful of all. Blooms twi 
two last year, and I missed them both. But oh. they have these long, five-foot-long, skinny stalks. Should oh. I cut them and replant them? Why do they do that? It's the nature of the plant, I guess is what we'd say. Um, do you mean the stalk of the actual flat cactusy part of the plant or do you mean the stalk no, of the flower it, it, comes No, out? it's round. The stalks are round. And that's what and the what the flower is going to be on or was on last year, the round part of the plant. I thought so it, if it came off the leaf, where the leaves come off of the leaves. Yeah, but if it's a little round part where they join yeah. each other, that's where a flower's going to be or where one was last year. You did cut the stem off yourself. I so, wish I could put you on FaceTime so you could see these five-foot things going to my ceiling. I bet they're wonderful. Night Blooming Series is one of those miracle plants. It's a pass-along plant, as you know, probably, Nancy. You may have gotten yours from somebody that gave it to you. But yeah. each one of those sections on the plant, you can just snap it off at the tip, put it about halfway down in a pot, in a pot full of uh, planting soil, and keep it a little bit moist. It'll root there and give it to your neighbors. Give five or six of them to your neighbors, and everybody can have a night blooming serious party. And all wait up at night and see it open up. That big fragrant flower open up at night. Yeah, they're gorgeous. They sure are. Okay, so d d cut them off or just. But again, I'm not sure if you're saying it is the stem that was there last year. If it was last no, year, no, cut it off. No, no, it's brand new. It's brand it's new. It's brand new. Leave it. it. That's going to be your flower. The flower will appear at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank Thanks for you. calling, Nancy. John comes to us from Decatur, Georgia. Hey, John, good morning. Welcome to Lawn and Garden. Hey, hey Walt. How you doing, sir? Uh, great, John. Uh, I need your help, Walter. Uh, Go back for it. in February, I started, well, February and March, actually. But I, I mean, start, I started in February, but March is when I did. I aerated and seeded my fish through Newton Lawn. Got uh, it. Back in February, I, I put down some Roundup to kill the bad spots in the yard. Got it. And I waited about to the middle of March before I aerated and seeded. And I think I thought I did everything right. I watered in the clean of rain. Uh, I drug the yard with the, I, mean, I, I had a, I was just overseeding and I, and I drug the yard with a chain lift fence to get the seed to, to germinate with the plugs. Okay. I haven't had no grass come up yet. What's the problem? You're kidding me. That's exactly what I said, Walt. I said, come on now. Unless you had lots of birds, Mickey suggested birds came and ate all your seed. But if you can <laughs> still spots of seed mixed into the soil, it's warm enough now for the fescue to germinate. I know that fescue requires a little bit of warmth for the seedlings to come up, sure. But right. I would think by now, John, it's the 15th of April, you should see at least a little bit of green hair growing where they put the seed out there. I, that's what I've been saying. Walter. Every day I get out from work and I look at go and look at my yard. Uh, I'm saying, Man, that's not every day. It, it, I'm hoping the birds can eat up all the seeds. <laughs> I, I got a pretty pretty good size yard, and it, yeah. I mean, but I didn't. I, I I put seed down over the whole yard. Yeah. Uh, now where the exact existing grass is at, because like I said, I spot sprayed it. So my yard looked like it had measles for quite a while. <laughs> I spot sprayed it with Roundup to get you right. know the bad spots out there. It's, it's greening, but it's not with fescue. It's like you know, it's the Bermuda coming into it. Hmm. I'm sitting here thinking. Because I have some, it, I have some Bermuda spots. That's what I, that's what I put the roundup on those right. Bermuda spots that was in the yard, huh? Well, it's possible. So the Bermuda seed that was spread by these little Bermuda spots before you killed them, it's possible that seed is out there where the fescue is, and that may be coming up too. 
John, uh-huh. I can't I can't do much to help you other than to say look at it closely. You should be by now, planted in March. You should by the middle of April should be seeing something. Right. What the ground temperature need to be at? What, what the ground temperature should need to be at? Uh, we're 60. Well, it'll germinate actually at 40, but it'd be nice for the uh-huh. ground temperature to be 50. 55 to 60 would be okay for fescue to germinate. And it's in the high 50s. And by right now, now. It's, uh-huh, right. That's what it is in the high 50s. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why uh-huh. I say it should be up. I don't know why it's not up, John, but go out there and look closely, closely, closely. See if you can see little bitty fescue seedlings coming up because they should be there by now. You've had enough time. The soil, I think, is warm enough. Don't know why you're not seeing them. Jill is in Duluth and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Jill, good morning. Good morning, Walter. How are you? I'm doing great. How can we help, Jill? Well, I'm a fifth grade teacher, and we're studying George Washington Carver. Yeah. So I'm trying to find some peanut plants to show to my class, and they're hard to come by, and I'm also wondering what kind of variety of of peanut I should get. So you want to plant them yourself, or you want to try to find a peanut plant? I want to try to find a peanut plant to show to the class, and then we'd actually plant it. I can't think of a single place in Georgia that would have Several a Several years plant. ago, we actually had some. You did some. not. We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> we had, and they were just kind of a novelty. That's what we did. I mean, I took them home and I planted some. You get your time machine, Jill. You go yeah, back go several back. years. So somebody life. apparently sells Bring one of those peanut plants up. I have no clue, other than maybe online, maybe you can order one there, Jill. Okay. But other than what? planting it yourself, I don't have another solution. Why do you why do you think that's so that in Georgia we can't find peanut plants? Well, maybe in South Georgia, but because it's so easy to grow from seeds. Seed, yeah, yeah, they go from seeds. South Georgia, all, all. Why don't you try that? Around. Why don't you try to get some? Run down to Plains or somewhere yeah, where they grow a lot of peanuts <laughs> and see if somebody has a peanut plant down there, Jill. Okay. Uh, okay. Or go online again. Go online. Seeds. And are you going to teach your your students, Jill, how the peanut plant actually makes a peanut? I'd like to if I knew that. Well, I'm about to tell it's you, so you're about to know. It's okay. very interesting. Yeah. If you start Mickey and I'll fill well, in the it, holes. it blooms. and Yellow then flowers. The blo- yellow flowers, and then the blooms fall to the ground. Is well, that sort right? Sort of ex- extends it is what I would say. to the ground. Right. And that's where the the um, peanuts come on. The they bloom has a little to... little peg, sort mm-hmm. of we call it. They peg down to the ground where the blooms are on the plant. They peg down to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then the peanut forms underground at the end of that little But peg. not on the roots. Everybody thinks it is on it's the It's not roots on the roots. Right. It's on the pegs. It comes from the branches from the flowers that grew on the, on the branches of a peanut plant, which is unlike any plant that I'm aware of. Nothing else either. grows like that. Huh. But that's okay. what happens, Jill. The pegs. And, again, a visit to Plains might be really interesting for you to mm-hmm. go and take pictures of what a peanut farm looks like, bring it back to your students. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a good field trip. It would be a great field trip. Jill, thanks so much for calling. We'll see you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. It's 847 News Talk WSB. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. Fifty-four. A quick weather update tomorrow. By, brought to you, by the way, by Ackerman Security. Tomorrow, 83 degrees, partly cloudy. Low is going to be in the 60s tomorrow night. But uh, excuse me, tonight. Tomorrow, rain is going to come in. High 65, low in the low 40s, around 42 or 3 degrees. We think 
Full forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Jim is out in Lithia Springs and joins us this morning. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, man. What's up? How much can I cut my azaleas back on the top and the sides? Ooh, how tall are they now? Uh, a little over eight feet. How tall do you want them to be when you finish pruning? Oh, just a little less than that. Well, a little less is no problem. If you went from eight feet to two feet, that might be somewhat of a problem. There's still probably oh, a couple, God, I was a couple of years. Maybe five or six feet. Oh heck, you know, if they're eight feet down to six, let's say, you'd be perfectly fine to do right now after they flower. If they haven't flowered yet, then let them flower. But eight to six should be fine, I think. Oh, the pink ones have been flowering since October. Yeah. Couldn't figure that out. The the red ones and the white ones, they're they're all turning rusty brown right now and the yeah. flowers are dropping off. Yeah, if they're dropping off, then go ahead and prune, John. It's not going to hurt. Probably two feet on the sides. Yeah. And the Shouldn't be a problem at all. Maybe you can give them a little fertilizer to help them to recover from the, from the, from the uh, cutting so they get more leaves on them. But I think now is a great time to prune azaleas. Can I put uh, cottonseed meal like on the blueberries underneath? Oh, yeah. Cottonseed meal is a great fertilizer. If you can find a big bag of Animal food, cottonseed meal, it's a great fertilizer for your plants, too. And how hard are they to transplant? I got some on the side that don't show. The eight-foot one? Uh, no, they're probably about four feet. Come on, Jim. How tall? How big? Four feet, you said. Eight, oh, uh, four, four feet tall. Yeah. And four feet tall rosalia is transplanting right now. Mickey, give us some odds. Wide. What do you think? How wide are they, Jim? Three feet. Three feet wide, four feet high. Transplant now. If you've got April. to, do it. But if you don't, wait till. I off transplanted 20 hydrangeas and about the same number of azaleas back, what, 15 years ago, I guess, when they did the addition on my house, Jim. Yeah, I've done All but about three died. All but three lived, I mean. This was on July 4th. I remember exactly what I was doing on July 4th. It was a day that was hot as all blue blazes. I transplanted them anyway because I had to do it. They were building on the house, and they all but about two lived and did fine so if you have to go ahead if you can avoid it try to wait until the fall to do it then it's been a great saturday morning ashley frasser screened our calls this morning kept me informed of what we're going to do during the show i appreciate that jason byers brought us our music and mickey gasway my guest from pike nursery as always has done a stellar job i so appreciate that mickey can come to our remote broadcast as well as when i'm out of town she is a host then as well and our guest expert and i appreciate that a great deal David Danzig brought us the Chick-fil-A from Alpharetta Commons this morning. I do appreciate that, David D. Thank you for bringing us. Yeah, a lot of people appreciate that, too. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Guardian. Go to our website, WalterReeves.com, if you didn't get your question answered today. We'll see you next Saturday morning.